Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussai Star I pull up the, the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kirsty and Briny's Comfort Zone, where we talk about each other's dreams and try and figure out what the heck is going on. I am Kirsty. And I am Bryony. Oh my god. And, and we, we have... are joined by a special somebody today. I don't <gasps> know what I'm saying this today. <laughs> <laughs> somebody. A special somebody. Oh, so special. <laughs> <laughs> we have the lovely Cat Strike here today. Hello Cat. Hello ladies. How are you doing? Hello. Hello, hello. Um, hello. <laughs> now, we have been told that we are quite naughty with just introducing people and never saying who they are or what they do because we just assume everyone knows everything we know. Yeah. So, how would you describe yourself to the lovely listeners? Oh, God. Um, what do you do? Who are you? What, who who are you? is Cat Strike? <laughs> who is she? Um, she's a Twitch. Oh, oh, it makes me feel weird talking to her person. Um, she's a tw- Twitch streamer. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm an all right Twitch streamer, you know, um, what do I do? I do? Oh God, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I'm not the, this is what I get. Like, I'm like, as soon as people ask me the, the, like, what's your name? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> what, what do you want it to be? I don't know. <laughs> it's cause I just woke up like, you know, like half an hour ago and then I'm still like in the sleepy phase. So things just, you still don't know brain. who you are. I don't know who I am. <laughs> Yeah, well, no. you're on the right podcast for that. <laughs> She's gone well, method, full method. <laughs> method or just... <laughs> oh, is this just my life? Um, yeah, I would say I'm, what am I, like a chaotic streamer. I do a bit of music, a bit of IRLs, and um, I, yeah, I guess that's me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That sums it up pretty well. Yeah. Right. I don't really know how to describe what I do. No. Because... 
there's there's like describing it to people who know Twitch and then there's yeah. telling your aunties what you do. Yeah. Oh, and on. I feel yeah. like there's <laughs> very different ways of putting it. <laughs> yeah, it's like my yeah. friends, I say it's like camming, but you play video games. But to like my in-laws, I would say it's like a chat room, but you play video games. <laughs> right. See, a, a lot you... of my family, ever since lockdown, you can be like, it's like Zoom, but I'm the only one that talks. <laughs> Like, so, oh, okay. To some people, to sound impressive, I'm like, oh, it's like presenting. Oh, yeah, yeah, I said that as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a presenter on the TV, but on the internet. Mm-hmm. But I'm in my jammies yep. in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For the longest time, my mum didn't tell my nan that I'd quit my job and gone full-time streaming. Really? Um, because my nan wouldn't know what streaming is, really. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, I think she knows now, but but yeah, like every time I went to see her, she'd be like, "Oh, how are the animals?" Because I used to work oh. at the RSPCA. She'd be like, "Oh, are the animals doing right." I'm like, "Yeah, nan, they're fine." Oh, <laughs> poor nan. Mum's like, "Don't tell her yet. She won't know." <laughs> that reminds me of when. I used to go and visit, like I lost my nan a long time ago, but yeah. when I was like 16, I used to go and visit her and she'd be like, oh, do you, do you have a boyfriend? And I'd be like, yeah. She'd be like, oh, that's nice. And then <laughs> I broke up with that boyfriend. And the next time I saw my nan, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to be so disappointed. Um, and I was like waiting for the, like bracing for the question. And she was like, so do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no, nan, we broke up. And she was like, Good for you. You play the field. You you don't know what you like till you try it. And I was like, oh my gosh. Aww. All this time she's been like, oh, she's still with a boyfriend. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> oh, Your nan oh, wants the drama. <laughs> yeah, living vicariously. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of my aunties have heard about, you know, um, women who make videos on the internet and yeah. I have to immediately be like not that sort of content that's not what I'm doing because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the look on the face of like oh oh you people film you on on the internet oh inter- oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah you always find yourself explaining to to people I, yeah I've kind of just defaulted to saying either presenter or content creator but even content creator people are just like what's that (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I had my um first meeting with a therapist the other week and I was telling her that I do streaming and she was like oh what sort of stuff do you stream and then she was like this is nothing to do with your session by the way I'm just curious (laughs) I was like okay (laughs) I had um I had a hospital appointment once and we did it over like online so like it was like kind of like Zoom, but for the hospital. And when my doctor came on screen, he just went, "Are you a YouTuber?" Because he saw like <laughs> he saw like, my headset and my mic, and I was like, "Kind of." I bothered to explain Twitch to like my my blooming doctor. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, you have recorded. An absolute like smorgasbord of dreams for us. So many dreams. So many dreams. So many of, of varying lengths and flavors. Uh, little little snacks and big meals. <laughs> I'm excited for this. <laughs> All of them are rambly. I apologize Perfect. in advance. And some of them go nowhere. 
but I can't remember which ones. So it's a bit of a <laughs> bit of an advent calendar here. Bit of a surprise. Nice. <laughs> oh, I like that. We are getting into that season now. Yeah, we are. That's it. Oh God, we are. Merry Christmas, Merry Dreamus. No. <laughs> I've still not ordered myself an advent calendar. Me neither. I keep seeing them in the shop and I'm just like, should I get one? For anyone listening, it is not December now in the time of recording. So we're not that bad. So when this goes out in two weeks and they're like, they've still not bought one. It's like two (laughs) weeks into December. (laughs) We're not that bad. I am that bad. I'm not going to buy one. <laughs> no, I just rip the rip it open and eat it all like a chocolate box. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't be trusted. That's it. Like, <laughs> one advent calendar a day. <laughs> As kids, we got really good at like stealing the chocolate out of the advent calendar so my mum wouldn't notice. And we used to like rip <gasps> open the doors and put it back and she noticed. So we figured out if you just rip open the bottom, pull out the tray... Then you can still open the doors in front of your mum and she'll still see you like opening them and she'll never know. She'll be none the wiser. That is such crime. What about when there's no chocolate on the other side? She didn't see that bit. I, do, I would just pretend to put something in my mouth and she believed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was such Crazy. a greedy child. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My dad would always do that. Like My mum would buy me and my brother an advent calendar. And we'd be fine with it. We'd be, we'd just eat it one, one a day, like, you yeah. know, normal. And my dad would rip open the bottom, <laughs> eat all the chocolates and put the tray back in. <laughs> and she's like, what's the point of buying you an advent calendar? <laughs> Clearly me and your dad have some impulse control prob- problems. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Do you always go for like the, the standard, you know, chocolate advent calendar? Or have you ever had any of the... The fancy ones. No, I've always been too poor for the fancy ones. Kat, didn't you tell me about the escape room one? Or was that Bryony that told oh, me about Oh no, that? I saw that in the board game shop. It's like... Um, I really want to get it. it. It looks so good, right? Oh, it's it's so cool. Because, it, yeah, it's a different clue every day, right? So you figure out the mystery to solve Christmas. To save Christmas? I've been that really so tempted. Cool. I've been tempted to get that one this year and then just buy a box of chocolates to eat along with it. Oh, just do it. That <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> Every time I solve a puzzle, I get to eat a chocolate. <laughs> ah, little reward. Yeah, little treat. But you see so many different ones now. There's like tea ones and like popcorn ones and, and you get the the like makeup ones and stuff don't you like what would be your if you could have any advent calendar and don't just say cash <laughs> what would it be a thousand pounds a day <laughs> hey i'll take 10 quid a day at this point um no i think i saw the pokemon advent calendar you know the pokemon cards oh oh yeah i saw it's, that it's 50 quid Ooh. so what is it like a new card every yeah, day? Yeah, new card every day. Oh, I want it so bad. You can get it in Forbidden Planet. Oh, that's Planet. pretty cool. Um, I, I think I'd love a Lego one. I always feel a little bit jealous of people that have Lego advent calendars. I saw a yeah, Lego calendar, fun. but it was like you. I think you got one particular kit of Lego, and then it gave you like three hundred and sixty-five build like things you could build with it. So it's the same stuff, but you build a different thing every day. And it's like, Lego a day. That's a cute idea, but no, I want new stuff every day. 
<laughs> yeah. that calendar. I want my new shit. Give it to me. <laughs> my niece always gets like a Playmobil advent calendar that has like a new model in the, and uh, you build like a little set by the end of it. And then does it all just end up in like a toy box at the end or like separated? Yeah, and lost? all mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah. Well, should we have a listen to your first dream? Oh, God, I'm scared. Are we going in order? <laughs> Are we going top to bottom? Or should we go with Gatto in the hat? I kind of want to play you Gatto in the hat. Okay. And um, I can tell you why I think I had this dream afterwards, if you want. Mm-hmm. Or Ooh. yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect. Don't, don't want to tell you how to run your podcast. So we usually we have like whoever had the dream gets to do a little countdown introduction. So if you would like to lead us into your dream, okay. Three, two, one, play. Okay. So on the second of March, I had a dream, really weird dream last night. And um, basically, it was really weird and convoluted. It was one of those dreams where I was being chased and the the thing chasing me kept changing. But the main theme was that it was the devil who was possessing all the people around me and then would attack me and stuff. And that person would keep changing. I'd be in a room with a bunch of people and then one of them would just turn evil and try to attack me. So the whole dream, I'm like running. And then I see my ex-boyfriend coming after me, trying to stab me. Um, there was a point where someone was trying to like sexually assault me and I managed to like slip away and run and then the fucking Mike Myers cat in the hat kept appearing in my dream and he was there to like help me fight like fight the devil but whenever I would conjure the cat in the hat he did like fuck all he did nothing (laughs) he did not help I can't remember what happened, but I just remember being in my old kitchen, in my mom's house, and there's the cat in the hat there. And I'm like, bro, are you going to help me or not? Oh, well, God, see, that was my dream. That was my dream. That was my dream. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. So why do you think you had this? Yeah, Yeah, how long have you been recording dreams? So (laughs) you guys asked, you guys originally asked me to do this, like, back in March one of you asked yeah, me yeah it was the other a while one ago me, yeah and um and I was like right um and that's like the only dream I'd had for months <laughs> so <laughs> it's like now you you Christy I think you said something like get five dreams and then pick from them and it's taken me this long to have five dreams oh <laughs> you yeah. said like proper homework usually I'm like I've had one dream let's do it <laughs> yeah yeah it's true <laughs> It's true. Oh, it's nice to be able to pick your favourites, yeah. though. Yeah, and it's, yeah, I could this one. I could see why it was. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Why, why do you think you had this dream? Because I went to see RuPaul's Drag Race in London, the live tour, and one of the queens came out dressed as the Cat in the Hat and did like this sexy dance <laughs> as the Cat in the Hat, and I feel like Ooh. I ended up having a dream about. This sexy cat in the hat but the devil was also simultaneously chasing me um so oh my yeah. god i love the thought of you watching the sexy cat in the hat and just being like oh hope this doesn't awaken anything in me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah oh geez. 
It sort of reminded me of the Matrix, you know, when like the bad guys can just, they just keep on like taking over the bodies of yeah. people around. They're like jumping in and yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it's just the cat in the hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Mike Myers' cat in the hat is terrifying. He is terrifying. Like, I can see why. I've never seen, I've seen pictures, but I've never seen the film. Like, I don't. It's a weird film. I don't like that sort of thing. Like, I don't like the Grinch and I don't like people dressed as, when people are still quite people, but they're not the people. Oh, like, that like Uncanny sense? Valley. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it is very Uncanny Valley. Yeah. I, love I love the Grinch, the Grinch. though. I think they, they, they managed it well with that. But the, yeah, Cat in the Hat was a weird movie, man. It was just so strange. <laughs> It was like a trip. It was just weird. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's the, you know, it reminded me of when you kept saying that a cat in a hat kept appearing. It was, um, you know, people who have sleep paralysis often say that they see a man oh, in yeah. a hat. Oh, yeah. Like a, a shadowy man in a hat. I was imagining that, except it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> dream but it's highly scientific and very accurate not at all mentioning freud um but it says dreaming of being chased or trying to escape is perhaps one of the most common dreams usually we are trying to escape responsibility our own sense of failure fear or emotions we can't handle but then it goes on to say to specifically be chased by an animal generally indicates we have not come to terms with our own passion so, Ooh. have you not embraced your love of Cat in the Hat? Is that what you're trying <laughs> to run away from? <laughs> I think it's because the Cat in the Hat doesn't have a job and I don't currently have a job. Oh, so that's what the Cat in the Hat symbolises. No, I was like joking, but yeah. Like, it didn't go over <laughs> as a joke. Um, no, I think, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Have I embraced my passion? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I, I guess not if I'm dreaming about it chasing you to, me. You have to take yourself back to how you felt in March and think. That's it. Maybe by now, maybe you've stopped having this dream because you have embraced your passion and it no longer <laughs> needs to chase you. Do you do you know what you dream about quite a lot, Kat? Like do you often dream about being chased or So or or do you not really have recurring dreams? I used I've I used to have recurring dreams as a child and I told you about my Michael Jackson one, I think. <laughs> the one where, yeah, he was chasing me, <laughs> like literally right, running after me. Um, <laughs> as an adult, <laughs> I still do get chased a lot. But what normally happens is when I'm dreaming, usually I realize I'm dreaming and then I start to lucid dream. And then once I start realizing I'm in the dream, everyone starts running after me. So, oh my god! Oh, I thought god, you were going to say the opposite. I thought you're going to be like, once I can control it, it's fine, and they leave me alone. But no, they're like, that's her. That's the dreamer. It's like Inception, <laughs> and they all like turn around, like Dun! and I'm like, oh fuck! Oh jeez! I'll try and fly. Oh my god! And sometimes I can fly, but sometimes I like jump and just keep falling down, and then they all like run after me, and then I'm like, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! <laughs> oh no, that sounds terrifying. It is, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! So it, it sounds like you have dreams about being chased a lot. Yeah, I used to have a lot of zombie dreams. Oh, oh I would okay. hate that. I, I hate zombies. Well, I used to be so terrified, but then I had the dreams so much that now when they happen, I'm just like, oh yeah, it's not a zombie dream or whatever. 
And then I just start like <laughs> hey walking guys. around in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another, another stress dream, okay. <laughs> I wonder if the Z section of my book is very short and it does not have zombie in it. Whoa. It's literally oh. zoo, zip, zodiac, and zigzag, but not zombie. I feel like we've tried to look up zombies before. Probably. Yeah. The thing is, we have these like dream books, cat. Yeah. And we know that they don't really mean anything. How dare you? Um, <laughs> Sorry, Brainy. How dare they, you speak ill of the like, book? They, <laughs> they'll often be like, oh, well, Freud thinks you're dreaming about your mother oh, or something like that. You're trying to but, run away from the, Freud. the sexy <laughs> cat in the hat. Oh, you I, should face it. I found Embrace zombie. It. No, I grew up, my mum was very into like dream interpretation. So we'd like discuss oh. our dreams a lot growing up. Oh, that's yeah. cool. But yeah, didn't stop me from having getting chased dreams well into adulthood, though. <laughs> Being chased by Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've looked up devil. Ooh. Uh, and it says, hmm. In previous times, the figure of the devil was one to be feared and hated. As the wilder, more pagan side of ourselves, the conventional figure with horns and a tail will often appear in dreams. Can I just point out that tail in this book is spelled... T-A-L-E. So the devil might have been trying to just tell you a story and you just ran away. <laughs> a, a good story. It is almost as though it has been given life by the way that people concentrate on it. Once it is understood as something to be confronted as something belonging to all of us, the devil loses its potency. Oh. What does this mean? What does this mean? I, I do not. I need a dream book interpretation. I think book. it means I've got emotional <laughs> issues. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? We're living in Brexit, Britain. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh dear. Oh dear. Oh. I've got a. Oh, oh, I've got an interpretation of zombie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, it's from Dream Moods A to Z, which is what I use for my dream interpretations. Oh. Because um, it's free. But, you know, the website's not as good as it used to be. But it says, to see or dream that you are a zombie suggests you are... F no, that wasn't me. To dream you are attacked by zombies indicates that you are feeling overwhelmed by forces beyond your control. You are under <laughs> tremendous stress in your waking life. Alternatively, the dream represents your fears of being helpless and overpowered. To see someone as a zombie implies that your feelings for them is dead. You have not emotional oh. attachment towards them. Damn. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yeah. If it sounds very much like your dream you is very much on the flight scale of fight or flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just that like sounds like a <laughs> real stressful dream. Yeah. God. Damn. 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 Would it help if I came around your house dressed as Cat in the Hat and we just helped you to overcome your fears? <laughs> we can work through this. Yeah, Make positive I mean, I steps. Do anything at this point, you know? <laughs> <laughs> only, only if it's sexy Cat in the yeah, Hat. Yeah, only, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be sexy Vogue. Cat in the Hat. I'll dance around to Michael Jackson. You know, we'd get all of it out there. Just some, some flooding therapy. All of them at once. <laughs> Kirsty can come around dressed as the devil. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> hail me, girls. Hail me. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh dear. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, oh, my dreams are so um. I guess stressful. Honestly, we've sort of found that everyone has a lot of stress dreams. <laughs> like whenever we have a guest, it's always stress. Yeah. Like it's because I think when you're sleeping, your brain is just trying to process everything, yeah. you know, and everyone's got some sort of stress going on. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of the time they are just stress and, and everyone sort of has their own sort of stress dreams too. So Yours sounds like it's being chased. Mine is schoolwork not being uh, done on oh, time. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me that. Bryony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryony often dreams about animals. Yeah, me um, not and, like, losing care them. of animals. Oh, I, yeah. I've had those as well. Like when your hamster who died like years ago is suddenly like alive and you're like, oh my God, I've been neglecting you for like five years. I'm so sorry. Yes. It's yeah. so weird, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then yeah, we had yeah. like Simon a few weeks ago. His were that he was like he kept trying to bake bread. He was trying to bake loads of bread. It's just it is really interesting how it manifests yeah. itself. It's um, Lydia as well was saying that she, was it? I'm sure it was Lydia said that she dreams that she's somewhere and her like car doesn't work or she's stuck there and can't get a lift or something. Yeah, yeah, I get that um, one too. I, I've often like driven out to somewhere. And then I'm in that place, but then I'm like, hang on, I can't legally drive. I shouldn't be here. How am I going to get home? Like, mm. should I risk it? Should I just drive back home again? Oh, I've or... had dreams like that where I've run away from zombies and I have to drive. But I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know how to drive. Like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't our dream brains just cut us some slack and be like, you can do anything yeah, in this world. Have... Just, just drive. Just do chill it. time. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, no. Um, but it's it's always, always stress dreams. I found that in one form or another, it's it's always stress. So, but that's sort of why it's so good to talk about them. I yeah. think because a lot of the time it makes you think, oh, this was stressing me out, and it sort of I don't know, it helps a little bit. Yeah, in a way. it's like free it's therapy. Our, our brain's trying to acknowledge it and be like, he's trying to put it in a nice way instead of just saying like you're stressed. It's like you should you should think about this you're like okay <laughs> i'll try thank you for the zombies <laughs> so the reason i used to hate the zombie dreams is because when i have nightmares i feel like i'm being physically grabbed like i feel like yes. i get yeah. this feeling that someone's jabbing me under my rib cage and it's horrible <gasps> yes do you get that as well I've, i hate it yeah so many times i wake up because i feel like you know when like <laughs> this is gonna sound so stupid you know rib tickles i yes. hate rib tickles yeah and it will be something like that mm -hmm. like someone is tickling my ribs or they're like jabbing me in the ribs and yeah. i'm just like and i wake up feeling really like fractious i'll just be like oh yeah. like i don't know if i've done it to myself but it feels like something has actually properly poked me and i i'll just be like meh yeah, yeah, that's what I would feel like someone's mood. grabbing me or like, yeah, and then you're just like, Ugh. you have that horrible <laughs> sensation over your body, like, Ugh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's like the thing I hate about zombies is obviously like they are monsters and they're not meant to be loved or anything, but it's the fact that they're constantly Aww. trying to touch you. That's what creeps me yeah. out is the lack of personal space, is that them just coming towards <laughs> you and they're just trying to grab you with the little mitts and I'm just like, oh, no. Well, I can't play Get zombie games because I need I need space. <laughs> <laughs> We're just being a lot right now, zombies, and I just can't handle it. <laughs> I need my space. 
Um, shall we listen to Long Restaurant Dream? I'm curious, is the dream long or is the restaurant long? <laughs> the yeah. dream's long. Or both. I've got a one that, that okay. was, what happened and it was cool, but I'm hoping Ooh. it's, I think it might be the voice one underscore one. Okay. Maybe. Or do you want to listen to Long Restaurant Dream? I don't mind. Whichever this is you your want. dream journey you're taking us on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to take you to voice 001 un- underscore one dot M4A. Sounds like a lovely place. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, go. Hello and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast and this week we're discussing the biggest Xbox leak in history. We're looking ahead to the Switch 2's potential launch lineup. We're asking why there are so many industry layoffs, or at least that's what I would be saying if you're listening to the Eurogamer Newscast. Hello, I'm Tom, Eurogamer's editor and host of our weekly discussion podcast where we break down the biggest gaming news stories and share insight from our news reporting team. Head to your favourite podcast app now to listen, just search Eurogamer Newscast. Hello. I just woke up from the strangest midday nap. Oh my goodness, it is 10 to 4 in the afternoon and I fell asleep. Um, basically, oh, I'll try and remember all of it. I was going on holiday and it was with all the Yogs cast girls and then this random guy that I went to college with. Um, it was, Kirsty was in it a lot. It was um, Kirsty G... G was there for a bit, but it didn't look like G. It was like someone completely different. But you know, when the, you know when it looks like someone completely different, but you're you're told in the dream who it is, so you just accept it. Um, Ozzy was there, Booth was there, Lydia was supposed to be there, but she was running late. Um, and I, my sister was there for a bit, and there was a point where we all got to where we were staying, and then we had to like go get like food shopping or something. So we're walking around the supermarket and I found this amazing rainbow pastel like fake leather skirt. And I was like, oh, I want it so bad. Oh, but it's 15 pound. I can't afford it. And everyone was buying like these really nice clothes. Um, Christy got like a green tartan checkered shirt. Ozzy got this dress that made her look like... um, an em- empress or something it was so cool it had like epaulettes had like metallic epaulettes it had sort of like a boob armor bit with like chains it just looked really like badass and cool and there was like a dress underneath it um but as we were all leaving the shopping the dream got really really weird and everyone sort of like split up i <laughs> Don't know what happened. I felt very left out the whole time because everyone's buying stuff and I had no money and I couldn't afford it. So I was like, I'm a bit left out. Uh, but I was trying to be nice and all that. And it was sort of like next to where we'd been shopping. It looked kind of, I guess, kind of like the XL. It was really massive. And above it, we were sort of sitting outside and all these sort of Pokemon were like, I was like looking up and it looked like a big sort of Gyarados, but it wasn't quite like flying above the center like in the clouds and there was like three Pokemon like one of them like dragging out one of them like something else and I was like holy shit there's lots of Pokemon there and so everyone was like oh my god it's the Pokemon event it's happening they like run off to the center they're all like um they all run ahead of me and I'm trying to get over there and by the time I get there everyone's like oh no it's really fucking expensive I'm not gonna go so I was like okay (laughs) then 
um, it just got all really, really weird from there. And I couldn't, like, find anyone. I tried leaving the centre through, like, this back way. And then I got shouted at by security, like, you can't be doing this. You need to, um... You need to go back and go for the front entrance. And I was like, okay. So I started doing that. And as I do that, I sort of... Oh, what happened? It was so weird. My husband was in it for a little bit. Oh, it's so strange. Um, I'm just trying to remember how I got to this part. So right next to the centre, it sort of changed. And there was like an interior that was part of the centre, but not. It's kind of where I was at the start of the dream. But everything was a bit different. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm time traveling or something. I'm not sure. We all needed to get back so that Lydia could, uh, so we could get back for Lydia and stuff. And I just couldn't find the people. And I'm walking around. Oh, this was it. This is what happened. So instead of getting an Uber home, we were going to be getting this weird portal thing from like the middle of this giant room. And it looked like it was sort of made out of rubber. And on the on the top of it was all these sort of buttons I didn't really understand. And I'm saying to everyone, like, guys, we need to go. We need to get home. Um, but everyone would either be there or they wouldn't. It was really weird. And then I guess I stuck my head in the portal. I thought I had the buttons because these people started coming out. Like, I think they were going to get us or something. And I was like, oh, shit, we just got to go. So I jump in the portal and I start falling infinitely. It was amazing. It was sort of like this sort of interstellar thing. But instead of instead of seeing like what it would look like to like quantum leap or whatever, it was sort of like these sheets I would see that looked all silken. And I was like falling infinitely into them. And I was like, okay, well, I've somehow gone into the fourth dimension. I guess I need to materialize what it is, where it is I need to go. And I'm like, okay, I need to leave and go get out the front of this place. So... Uh, this just actually doesn't make any sense as I'm saying it. I can see it in my head. It doesn't make any sense. I was falling infinitely for these beautiful sheets in this dark room, sort of like space. And then as I sort of came to this place and I slid out and I'm like in this restaurant that I'd seen sort of earlier in the dream that I'd like walked past. Only this time, so I was like, okay, I'm in the center again. I think I've gone back in time. I need to warn everyone that these people are going to attack us and that they've just got to leave. I'm like trying to warn people, but I can't find anyone. And then the dream started turning on me and attacking me. I think I must have, sometimes when I'm dreaming and I realize I'm dreaming, um, the dream starts attacking me. I don't know if I realized this time, but I fucking um, started trying to fight back. These people are chasing me. And then I think I woke up. I was getting too hot. So I woke up really hot. So I think it was overheating. So everyone in the dream started attacking me. Um, but yeah, that was a weird dream about some of the members of the Hobbs cast. There was a point earlier on where we were in the holiday house. And I was hanging out with Kirsty, And then I went through a ton of the room. And came back and there was this like weird car outside. This guy had been like shouting at us was shouting at some of us and the curtains were all shut like that and stuff like that and I was like oh that's weird and I managed to like his car the half, back half of his car was somehow like in the living room so I like went into the back of the car and then I saw Kirsty and Booth were like listening into what this man was doing and I was like oh hello didn't realize you were here I was just trying to be naughty so yeah it was a weird dream it just went all over the place so vivid as well there's Pokemon there was sort of quantum travel. 
there was shopping that I couldn't afford. And um, yeah, lots of running away. Anyway, that's that's enough of that. That was that was long. I'm sorry, that was so long. Oh my god. <laughs> so why I've come? I've turned up with ten minute dreams before. <laughs> no, honestly. that was amazing. That was that was a proper journey. Like the problem with when Cassie and I tend to have longer dreams, it's because there's a lot of. Um, Oh, so um, there. <laughs> Whereas that was just like exactly. bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I, it's because I remember it being so detailed and vivid, and my explanation of it is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I saw this Pokemon, and then I saw that over there, and that. <laughs> anyway, do you know when you had this dream? I. It was. When was it? I wonder if it was around um, any of the conventions, like Eurogamer or um, Comic-Con, since you were dreaming about the Excel Uh, Center. Yeah, I think it was before Eurogamer. Oh, really? Because it looked like a big Pokemon Center, and, like, above it was this massive, like, laser into the sky, and then it had, like, Gyarados, Dragonite, and then I think Jinx or something. I can't remember the third one. They were, like, this giant hologram, like, flying above. And, like, maybe it's because I was playing a lot of Pokemon Go at the time. Because I was proper into that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I noticed as well, you ended up getting chased again. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the theme. Just always getting chased. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Because um... I'm always stressed in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't Brian. think my book has Pokemon in. I'm I'm sad. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh no! I'll check Dream Moods A to Z. <laughs> oh my god, it has Pac Man, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what does dreaming about Pac Man mean? To see or play Pac Man in your dream represents some sort of habit or behaviour that is taking over your daily life. Oh, <laughs> so just video games, okay? <laughs> I see. Um, oh my god, this is <laughs> Pokemon. Oh, sorry. <gasps> what, does it, what does it mean? To play Pokemon in your dream indicates a desire to expand your social circle. You are looking for acceptance. To dream that you are a Pokemon Aww. points to your individualism <laughs> and qualities that set you apart from the others. Oh. Aww. Well, you were doing a lot of socializing in the dream. You were you being were. very like, social. There were a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> there were a bunch of people in the dream and you went shopping with all of them and not only that but you said that you felt quite sort of self-conscious during the dream too yeah so I said that all kind of ties together yeah. like it makes sense makes sense I'm quite annoyed at dream you not letting you just buy the things you want like come on dream yeah come on dream cat just, just get the stuff it's because <laughs> buy the things it's because real cat doesn't have any money in it <laughs> <laughs> that extends to my dreams too. <laughs> Dreamcat also has no money. No. <laughs> you need to have a dream about robbing a bank and then just let that trickle down yeah. into your other dreams. <laughs> then Dreamcat will be set for life. Yeah. I need to draw this like manifesto as a dream. Because <laughs> so, I used to, after like my mum passed away my dreams got really weird and like since I don't know I just think dreams are like 
Yeah, I don't know. I think because I've read a lot of stuff about dreams, right? How you can change them depending on what you look at every day. So if you see a lot of one thing, you will dream about it. So there's one dream I have in here. I can't remember which one, but I know I had that dream because I was playing a lot of Hitman. And (laughs) I basically had the dream version of Hitman. Um, Wait, were you doing the the killing in the stream? Yeah, somewhere I wasn't being chased. <laughs> oh, see, that's how you get over it. You you, you start chasing, chasing them. Just, <laughs> yes. Play a hitman for like six hours and go to bed. <laughs> Isn't that how you're meant to start like lucid dreaming is that you really focus on an object and then if you see that object in your dream, your brain goes, ah, we're yeah. having a dream. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess that does work. Mine, the problem is when... When you figure out you're dreaming, everything turns on you. I know. Yeah. What's up with that? Why can't I just run around? Like, I just want to run around when I'm in the dream. But it's like when they know, they just, yeah, they're like, get out. <laughs> get out of here. Get out. I used to do it with, I read somewhere about saying like the moon is a good object because whenever you look out a window or something, you can see it and know you're dreaming. And so that was a thing for me. But now I'll sort yeah. of just be like halfway through the dream and be like, hang on a minute, I'm in a dream. Like, I just realize it. And then everyone's yeah. like, <gasps> and then I'm like, oh, no. Jeez. Yeah. I've looked up shopping in the dream book. Yeah, go on. And it says, a shop in dreams signifies something we want or feel we need. And it says specifically, if we are shopping for clothes, we may need protection. Oh, Probably from all the blooming things chasing you all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says to be shopping is to be making a fair exchange for the satisfaction of our desires. We have the energy in brackets money, which we can be ex- which can be exchanged for something we want. So I think it's saying that you don't have no any energy. energy. That is so <laughs> true. Oh my god, dream book. You know me. <laughs> I'm tired all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I also oh, like that yeah. even in your dream, you're like, Lydia was meant to be there, but she was running late. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, Lydia. Do you know what? Talking to you girls about it, it do, I do think I know what it means. Like, I I think, I guess I feel like an alien a lot. And I feel like it's kind of weird how that's coming across in my dreams. Like when you said about the zombies and not wanting to be touched, I was like, why didn't I make that connect? I was just thinking like, why didn't I make that connection before? I hate when strangers touch me. I, it makes me like feel weird. And like, of course, zombies yeah. is like sort of like social anxiety. And like, it's yeah. like your way of processing it. And yeah because i guess with zombies Mm -hmm. that's like a crowd that all have like a common like they're all acting the same and have a set way of acting and you're different to that yeah 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 every time i say that was kind of the gist i got from your dreams like that you sort of seemed very sort of isolated um yeah throughout well especially that dream anyway yeah Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I just want to hug you right now. Aww. <laughs> We're here for you. Girl. We're here for you. 
Wait, are we the zombies or no? <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry that my dreams have brought concern. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. No, I think I do. I mean, me and Chrissy have talked about this a lot, like struggling with social rules and not knowing what's like, I've, I try and be nice to everyone, but sometimes I just talk too much and or sometimes I'm too quiet and I'm never sure when I'm yeah. being the right amount. And like, it can be kind of stressful and it, it can cause a lot of issues like with people misinterpreting you as well. Like they might think you're quiet because you're being rude or you don't want to talk to them when it's just like, I don't know what to say. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'll just sit here. Yeah, I get yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's such a difficult sure. one. It's mm. like I was surprised. It was a little while ago. Kirsty was saying to me like um, that I always come across as quite socially confident, and I was like, I do not feel that at all. Aww. I'm literally. It's it, It's like uh, you know a, a swan on the surface who looks. Yeah. You know they're they're cool. They're calm. They're collected. They're they're going along. They're just gliding. But then you go under the surface and they're just paddling like crazy yeah. with those little feet. <laughs> That's how it feels. I think is like I don't uh, under the surface. I'm just crazed little swan feet. Oh, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's true that you you um always sort of seem to know what to say. Both of you actually. Like I've found myself hanging out with a pair of you and like if we end up talking to a stranger or just someone new, I'm always like, Oh my god, they always know what to say. They're so confident. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I've had a lot of practice though. Like I told you I had to like read in a book how to make friends. Because I went to high school and no one would sit with me and I was like, Why? Why not? And I read this book how to make friends and it was like Aww. don't sit on your own sit next to other people and I was like holy shit that's such a good idea why wasn't I doing that and then <laughs> it's just like over time you just sort of I don't know I've just sort of learned but yeah I don't know I just feel yeah. like an alien half the time yeah <laughs> there's a book I read I cannot remember the name of it which isn't a very good start to a book <laughs> but it's about this um it basically is about an alien and at the very beginning of the book, so it's not spoilies, he basically like kills this guy and takes his body and then he has to live as this guy. And it's him like observing humans from this very detached uh, viewpoint sort of yeah. thing when he's like, they all seem to do this, but I don't like, why are they doing this? This doesn't make them happy and stuff like that. And it's it's really interesting. And I think it is... I've only just realized that it probably is about social anxiety and I never made that connection when I was reading it. I was just like, yeah. oh yeah, it's an alien. <laughs> it's an alien. <laughs> it's called like Humankind or something. I'll have to try and find it. It's, yeah, that sounds it's cool. It's very good. Shall we? Listen to another dream. I feel so spoiled. There's so many dreams. I just... I know, there's so many. I'm just like, give me more. <laughs> I'm hoping the more Hitman dreams. dream is in here. Because that's a short one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you like us to listen to? Um, do you want another long one or do you want a short one? Oh, I don't mind. We could go for another another long one or a short one. I'm I'm easy going. Whatever you fancy. Oh, you you too you too. Uh, what's the word? Too Indecisive. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like me? Indecisive. Um, should I? Uh, all right, let's do the the top one. Because I can't remember okay. what it is. So it's a surprise for all of us. Okay. Ooh. Oh, hopefully not a boring surprise. 
All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, I'm going to try to remember my dream. I literally just woke up. Um, I can't quite remember what was happening. It was a really weird dream and it was a really stressful dream. I was like trying to get somewhere. You know, a dream where you're trying to get somewhere, but you don't really fucking get anywhere. And Kirsty was in it. Um, I can't, I think we might have been going back home or I can't remember what, but, oh, lots of stuff kept going wrong. Um, oh, what even happened? God, you know, it's like disappearing, you don't remember it. Yeah, lots of stuff started to go wrong in the dream. Um, but what I remember most is I was trying to pack my stuff to like go away. And I kept trying to decide on board games to have. And all the board games were, like, really weird looking. They didn't look like any real board games I've ever seen. But I, like, finally picked a couple of things. And I was like, oh, how do I get these back home? And then Christy was like, well, we are driving. You know, I was like, shit, I can just take what I want and, you know, carry it. It'll be fine. So I picked this Simpsons-y game and I try and pick some other stuff. Um, and there's a point later on where someone goes to me, someone I hadn't seen in the dream before. I had this feeling they were going to try and steal my stuff from me. And they were like, oh, where did you get the Muslim Simpsons from? And I was like, well, my mom gave it to me for Christmas. She likes to buy, she, she always buys me cheap stuff. <laughs> she probably got a deal on it. It was really weird. Um, oh God, there's another bit and there's this woman and I was in the toilet. I was trying to go for a pee and she like busted in on me. And then we had like a fight. Um, I can't remember why. And then she ate a lollipop, like an ice cream. She like ate it in like three bites. And I was kind of upset at her like trying to beat me up. And then I just burst out laughing and was like, yeah, that's impressive. And then she like left me alone. Um, oh my God, so much happened. It was so weird. It was so weird. Um, yeah. I'm so, I have no idea what's happening there, man. <laughs> Jesus. I like that you were just having a fight and then you were like, fair play, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I ate an ice cream in three bites. <laughs> Damn, girl. Oh. oh, dude. That was wild. Your dreams have just got so much going I know. on. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, dear. Again, like us getting in the car reminds me of going to Comic Con because the same thing happened. It was like, oh, I'll be driving, you can bring yeah, what you want. I feel like that stress from yeah. traveling because I think I'd went to something else like two weeks before and I think I was stressed about all of the travel and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't We've we've yeah. done it. We've finally found it. Okay, it took us how many well, is this done. three well, dreams? But I've looked up toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> for many people, the toilet has been, until recently, a symbol for dirt and lack of appreciation. There has also been the inevitable association with sexuality. We found it. We what? found the sexy part of the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> toilet equals sex. Nice. Thank you, Freud. Uh, it says, That's nowadays, the symbolism is much more to do with notions of privacy and the ability to reach a state where we can release our feelings in private <laughs> so i guess you having a pee was you trying to just de-stress and then in 
That's what I call my poop too, my feelings. <laughs> I'm just letting go of my feelings. <laughs> just need to go let go of my feelings. I'll be right back. <laughs> Give me 30 minutes. But you're, you're trying to, you know, release whatever the pee feeling was and then this woman just bursts in and, you know, messes up your calm time, your yeah. private release. <laughs> so... Who is, who is the woman? Who who is messing with your feelings? So and good I for you for fighting her. I know her. what it could be, but I don't know if I should say on the podcast. Oh, that's fair to me. Okay, and I and there was something in that dream that's like a hint to who they are, and so and mm-hmm. to me it makes sense. This person was sort of stressing me out, whether they meant to or not. Okay. Right. Right, right. We won't name any names. Just no, in I'll case. tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> Gossip. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense. It reminds me sense. of a dream. I think I told you guys about it before, a lot like ages ago, and it was a dream I had quite a few years ago now, where I was a man and I was desperate for a pee, but I, oh yeah, you told yeah, me about but that. I had a really small willy and I was really self conscious of it. So the whole oh. dream was me going into different urinals and bathrooms, and then there'd be a man at the urinal, and I'd be like. Oh no, I can't get it out over here. And like that was the whole dream. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it does say you saying about the person annoying you. Uh the third section of toilet says spiritually a toilet suggests that we have the means at our disposal to cleanse away the negative. So it sounds like you need to just piss this person Flush away. Em. <laughs> Flush him, yeah. Flush him. <laughs> Just, just, just flush them. Take them down there. <laughs> but you, it didn't sound like you got chased this time. No, no I didn't. she just sort of burst in. There's like a second part yeah. of the dream, but I can't remember what happened. So, but yeah, I don't think the I got chased. The toilet started chasing okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, I guess I didn't get chased, but someone just tried to get in a fight with me. <laughs> yeah. Hero dear. I feel like you'd do quite well in that situation, though. I think you'd, like, square up to him, you know, <laughs> knock him out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess you're, like, caught now. literally with your trousers down. <laughs> how fu- how True, fighty if you were pissing you at the be? time, then maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> and they were very impressive with that ice cream, so, I mean, yeah. maybe not. I once... I wonder if it's... I once got, like, this girl's mom tried to fight me at, like, a college gig... What? Yeah, and she literally kicked <laughs> the door open on me when I was like in the loo. Like I oh was like, "Oh my gosh, you lived this." This happened when I was at college when I was sixteen, and like I opened the door, the toilet door, and she went, "Are you cat?" And I went, "Yeah." And then she like fucking kicked the door in my face and like started like going for me. What? Oh my god! It was uh, it actually it happened in real life. It, uh, it was like stupid teenage drama, but basically, I dated this guy Ooh. that this girl fancied, and she stopped hanging out with us, and then told everyone I was bullying her, and then like it was. It, uh. <laughs> I don't even put all my drama on your podcast. Um, <laughs> but like, it was just, it was just like back in the day, yeah. So, yeah. Her crazy mom. 
Oh my god! But it's Hilarious. one thing for like teenage drama, but for the mum to be involved, like surely she should know better by then. Oh my god, her mum was scary. They they had they banned her from like the next year's college performance. I was like, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> I can be in peace now. <laughs> She's still haunting my dreams, though. I guess. Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, jeez, oh, amazing. I found my hitman dream, but you might have to cut it out of your podcast. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, is it is it, is it violent? <laughs> a little bit. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, I mean, obviously there's many reasons we wanted to invite you on. First and foremost, that you're very lovely. Aww. But we also wanted to um talk to you about twin dreams. Because I saw <gasps> your TikTok recently yeah, where you true. said that you have shared a dream. Yes. Before. We have. Yeah, we wanted to ask about that. So, so what happened? The problem is, is that this happened when we were kids and now I'm like an adult, like remembering a memory that's of a memory. Does that make sense? So you like, yeah, I yeah. feel like it happened, but there's no way to prove it nowadays. But me and my sister, mm-hmm. when we were about six or seven, when we were quite little, we used to have the same dreams. So one of us would come down and be like, oh, I had this dream and there was a man in it. And then the other one would say like, oh my God, I had the same dream. The man was in my dream too. And that used to happen a lot. Um, But I can't remember the dream specifically. That is so interesting. So it's never happened like as an adult. I don't think so. But like... I suppose like you don't message each other after every dream like, oh, did you dream this? She's going to be moving in with me in a couple of months, so I wonder if it'll happen then. Yeah. I remember we've talked before, like, about not so much dreams, but you've you've had, like, times when something's happened to your sister and you've kind of just felt it and, like, vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So you've messaged and, yeah. Yeah, we call it our twin thing. So it's when we sense that the other one is, like sad like you just get sad for like no reason it's out of place and you're like why am i feeling down i'm okay and it's like oh i think my sister's sad and then you like ring her Aww. and she's been crying or whatever Aww. or she did the same yeah it's weird that's so <laughs> interesting yeah that twin I thing if, i wonder if i have a secret twin and that's why i get sad <laughs> <laughs> i just yeah, gotta find them Maybe you ingested them in the womb. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like the unsolved mystery of your life. Like <laughs> Why don't I, the larger twin, just eat the other twin? <laughs> <laughs> oh Maybe it's why you're so tall, all that nutrients. <laughs> I'm actually yeah, just two it. twins in a trench coat. <laughs> Um, did you oh want to God. listen to the Hitman Dream? I'm sort of excited, but now I'm scared as well. I feel like I've hyped it up too much, but uh, yeah, all right. I'm sorry in advance. Uh, three, two, one, go. Okay, so um, I had a dream last night, and I can only remember little bits of it. Basically, um, what I remember is, oh, it's so weird, it's so vivid, but one of the things that really sticks out to me was being at like this beach and I was like hanging out with these two girls and to me they looked like they were like my age or whatever and I can't remember how but 
but basically we were all like doing the weed and then someone was saying about oh you know they're only 16 or so young and I was like oh and then there was a point where I was in oh I think I was at a party or something with them and I'm not sure why but I ended up shooting a lot of people and then I was like shit I'm gonna have to go to prison and the people I was with a bunch of people and they were like you gotta pack your stuff you gotta go and I was like shit what about my photographs of like my mom and like memory stuff how can I just leave that all and then I was like how many years am I gonna go down for this and so then I was trying to pack to go to prison and I was like oh shit should I bring my crochet prison's gonna be boring as fuck but you can't bring knitting needles because you can stab someone with them and yeah it was weird and then there was a point where I was in a car and there was a guy that was supposed to be the drug dealer that sold me the drugs earlier and he was like saying about how the girls I was with were like only like a 16 month and I was like shit (laughs) so uh, it was really weird I can't remember why I was shooting those people. I remember I just looked at someone, I pointed a gun at them and just shot them right in the head and just like shot all, all these peeps. Oh, and these old women that were there, we didn't get to shoot them and they like ran upstairs and they were the ones that called the police. But then I saw them later and they'd like forgiven me. Um, It was very strange. It's starting to come back to me now. Oh, what else happened? God. I'm starting to understand why people are chasing you in your dreams now. That you're a criminal, if they're yeah. not. <laughs> you're a criminal. Oh, you go go to prison. Oh. <laughs> like oh. there she is, get her. <laughs> I also love the fact that you had you were like worried about packing to go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Should I take my crochet? <laughs> oh, do I need spare pants, or do they provide them? <laughs> do you have towels? <laughs> Just trying to be organised, babes. What can I say? (laughs) Oh my gosh. It reminded me actually of. um, I was thinking recently, like, oh, what else could Kirsty and I do for the podcast? And I was like, what if we did one where we try to like analyse dreams in films? But the only dream I could remember from a film was there's this film called Happiness, which is a really, really, really weird film. Yeah. And the opening scene to that film is this guy walking through a park and he starts just randomly shooting people. And then it cuts to he's telling the dream. It like it turns out it's a dream and he's telling it to his therapist. And the therapist says, was there anything different about the dream this time? And he just sort of (laughs) looks over and he's like, yeah. I didn't shoot myself at the end this time. (laughs) And I was like, that's literally the only dream I can remember from a film. And that's probably a bit depressing to do. (laughs) That's just a bit. (laughs) He should have panicked about going to prison and whether or not he should take his crucial. Yeah. I I guess you wouldn't be allowed needles. He couldn't even do like a nice cross stitch. No. No, exactly. Nightmare. Moral of the story, don't do don't murders. Do murders. Yeah. Otherwise you can't do you can't do your exactly. crochet. I'll up a so me crafts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I looked up drugs to yeah. see if they had like a specific section for the weed. Um but it just says when drugs appear in a dream, 
Whether self-administered or not, this suggests that we may need external help to enable us to change our inner perceptions. To be taking drugs suggests that we feel we have relinquished control of a situation in our waking lives and are having to rely on external stimuli. Oh. My guess is that you're trying to take control of something. So I think you're shooting it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's a combination of was playing a lot of Hitman. And yeah. like um, yeah. that, because the way it was in the dream was I went to the beach and I was literally just like mowing everyone down, like, um, which sounds horrible when I say it back, but obviously it was dream. Um, <laughs> but the, I think the significance of the girls being 16 is I, I think it's about like uh, my mom dying when I was 16. And I yeah. guess it's sort of like oh, about dealing okay. with that. Because I used to have a lot of dreams about my mom and over time they've gotten a lot less weird and scary and like there's sometimes it might just be like a little hint to it like you know don't know yeah 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 that's interesting but yeah yeah i um i am quite liked the way you worded um (laughs) there were some old women we didn't get to shoot them (laughs) (laughs) yeah we didn't get to shoot them. We just we didn't get a chance. <laughs> next time. I'll get you next time, old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. We've got a double whammy. I looked up gun. Oh. In dreams, oh. the gun has an obvious Sexy. masculine and sexual connotation. <laughs> what? It's a penis. Come on. You just fire in your penis around at everyone. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I did get to fire it in the old ladies. I'm so sad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it says if a woman is firing a gun, she is aware of the masculine, aggressive side of her personality. What? Oh my gosh! Am I See, aggressive? I think this is the thing with this book and dreams in general. A lot of it is just down to very like subjective things so for someone else who has never played a video game with a gun in it maybe it could mean that possibly but when you've been playing hours and hours of hitman i feel (laughs) like it's it's just about hitman it's not uh, it's It's not about you wanting (laughs) to fire your penis at anyone it's just about (laughs) it's just about the game I don't know, Bryony, I feel like I need to go have an emotional release in the toilet and then, you know, go fire off my gun. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. What has any of this helped at all? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've learned a lot about you today. Yeah, my problems. <laughs> the pain in it oh. smile through the pain laugh through yeah. the pain yeah no it has it's been interesting to talk to you about it because especially a lot of the themes of isolation i definitely have felt that for i you know i always i always sort of feel a bit lonely it's kind of a usual thing for me and it's interesting how it's been coming up in my dreams because yeah. i've been trying to lower stress in my life and i didn't really i don't know i guess it's good to talk about the dreams i think that's going to help me like with continuing that journey of being less stressed yeah i feel in a way that's good to hear like sometimes talking about dreams i i feel like it sometimes makes it 
almost easier to talk about certain feelings if you say like oh my gosh I had this really stressful dream rather than being like I am stressed about this this is what I'm feeling in my waking life I feel like yeah. it, it's like it's it's almost like the equivalent of you know acting out things with puppets for children to make them understand <laughs> instead of just talking to them about things I feel like it, yeah. it does you can still talk about those feelings and still access them yeah. but it's just in a slightly more comfortable way I feel yeah. But I've had three dreams about Tom Clark in the last two weeks, so goodness knows what's going on in my head. <laughs> <laughs> You've had more. They just keep on coming. <laughs> Is he like haunting you? <laughs> I don't, apparently so. What is oh, happening in these dreams? Oh, no. <laughs> oh you don't oh, want to know. <laughs> He's replaced Jungle Boy now. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. Oh, dear. Moving on <laughs> from Bryony's stream. <laughs> I think we have run out of time. Yeah, oh. thank you so much for sharing all of those with us, though. Like, I feel like we've yeah, been on thank you such so a much. journey. I love it. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Yeah, thank thank I you love it. so much for having me and for listen to, listening to me talk about all my... um. <laughs> Stress dreams. Um, <laughs> no, it's been right. really fun, and like, it's been really lovely to chat to you both. Where can oh, thank you so much? Where can much. people find you? Where can they find your amazing chaotic streams? Uh, this is your yes. this is your plug moment. Oh, plug moment! You. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash catstrike, and uh, my name is catstrike on nearly every social media if you want to give me a cheeky follow and come uh, talk to me about your stress dreams I'm here Cat <laughs> <laughs> is lovely definitely go and drop oh, her a yes. thank you I love reading you because I never know what I'm reading into it's just <laughs> yeah same <laughs> yeah I've got some crazy things that are uh, coming up so I'm, I'm really going off the flying off the handle with it now because I've had like a month off so yeah it's gonna be fun Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, thank wow. you so much for joining us. And thank you, Kirsty, as always. Thank you, Bryony. And thank you, Kat. Thank, thank you, Bryony and Kirsty. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And just thank you so much. Thank you, everyone else. And uh, until next time, bye bye for now. We'll see you later. Bye bye. Bye bye.